Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast, where we help you find the keys to living your best life. We tackle issues ranging from physical and emotional well-being, all the way to strengthening personal relationships and paving the way to financial independence. Get excited to take your life to the next level today. Now, here are your hosts, Cheryl Morley and Paul Croto. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Elevate Your Life. Today, we're talking about elevating your leadership. And I'm Paul Croto. I'm here with Cheryl Marley. Hello. Super excited to be here today. How are you doing today, Cheryl? I am absolutely fabulous. <laughs> See? <laughs> no one from find the fabulous all the time. You bet. Cheryl, we have a great, great topic today. We're talking about the law of trade-offs. We're, we're going through a book by John Maxwell called The 15 Laws of Growth, which has just been an unbelievable oh. journey. Uh, yeah. So if you missed any of the last 10, you missed a lot. So go, please go back and listen to those. I mean, Cheryl, I've always said throughout this program that, boy, I wish John wrote this book first. I wish this was the first book a teacher gave me in, in first grade to read because he teaches you how to learn. And going right. through this has just been so eye-opening. And, and now I'm like, okay, now I understand why personal growth is so important or how to even do the personal growth. Um, yeah. Like, you know, growth is just not automatic, Cheryl. It, it's it's got to be intentional. And in this law, John talks is that you have to give up to go up. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's such a powerful statement. So talk to us about that, Cheryl. No, I don't want to give up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing I... I thought of what I saw, but you know, you do, you've got to give something up to go up. And that's what he's talking about. He's not talking about giving up. He's talking about giving something up to yeah. go up, to get, you know, give up something that's good to get something that's great. And yeah. the interesting thing to me is there's a little faith involved there, Paul, um, you know, from John, the preacher, um, <laughs> it just reminds me because you may be giving up something that you believe is really, really good. Um, and you've got to have a little faith there that you will be getting something much better. Yeah. So Cheryl, just, I think your story is the most inspirational story I've ever heard in my life. And that's, you know, you lived this certain life, which was like, a, like living or like a rock star and having all these different jobs and, and traveling and, and having, you know, kind of like, I think you said, I didn't stay in one place for more than a year or something. Um, Correct. And you love, you know, your number one values, freedom. So you love having that freedom, but then. You gave all that up when you met Dr. Wallach and Dr. Wallach's like, you want to go on yeah. the road with me. Now, Dr. Wallach has no freedom. I mean, it is boom, 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 boom. It's, it's very um, calculated, uh, scheduled. All the things that you really uh, didn't like in life, you had to go through. Um, and it's kind of yeah. giving up that old life to, to, to go up. And it, look, at, look at what happened, though. You know, it made you who you are today. Absolutely, Paul. But you know why? I mean, this is so amazing because just when you were talking about that, I was like, yes, I did. But I had such a big why. Right. And my why was that I wanted to help other people. That was the whole point for me. I did not care what I had to give up if I would be able to help more people, help more women. And so I think that that's that was just kind of an aha moment that I had that I'm like, oh, well, and I'm so blessed and grateful um, that I that my I was open-minded enough to do that. Yeah, absolutely. But you had to ask yourself certain questions when you were going through the thought process of, should I do this or not? I mean, it was a major moment in your life. And, you know, a question like, 
what would you be willing to trade to gain the things you want most in life? You know, so am I willing to trade these things off to get the things I really want? And, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, or better yet, what would you be willing to trade to get where you want to go? And that's, that was literally trading your whole life in. I mean, everything you knew was you gave up so you can be, go on the road with Dr. Wallach and work with him. Yeah, that's right. And what a blessing. Now, Cheryl, was that whole thing uh, downhill or uphill? <laughs> well, I just like to remember that anything worth having is uphill, Paul. Yeah. And then to take the next step uphill, you must give something up. I sure. Think that's, that's a heavy thing for people to grasp. Like, well, that doesn't sound fun, you know, but it is, it is, it's, you know, it's, it's like you said, helping people like, you know, so in the beginning you're helping a few people, but I want to help thousands or millions um, sure. So every step you took, you had to give something else up to get to that next level. And, um, but you saw the progress, you saw the big picture, which we're going to talk about a little bit that kept you and, and your why. I love that what you said about your why was so big and that you have such a passion for helping other people that it made giving up those things easy because you knew the big picture and you really knew why God puts you on this earth. Absolutely. And I think you have to figure out what that is. Now, you may not have to figure it out um, fully, but I think it has to be pretty big for you to give up. Um, like I always like to say, Paul, your comfort zone, right? Yeah. Because that's really what a lot of people would be giving up. They'd be giving up a life of, hey, my life's pretty darn good, right? You know, I get to watch um, football every Sunday. I get to do this, you know, I get to hang out with my friends. I get to um, watch the latest uh, Yellowstone. I get to, you know, whatever it is, right? But to, be, to, but to be able to say, hey, listen, I'm gonna give that up so that I can, so that I can become so much better or so that I can do the things that I need to do to, you know, to make my life, you know, um, so much better than it is now. And, and you know, and, and by doing that, it's making your family's life so much better too. So. I love that whole idea of kind of finding out what your why is and knowing what it is, because I think it's easier to give those yeah. things up sure. to grow. I agree a thousand percent. So what, what's a trade-off? Well, trade-off is giving up something of value for something of greater value. So you have to give up something of value to get something of greater value. And Sean and I had a conversation about the different things. What, what is a trade-off? What are examples of trade-offs? I love what you just said, Cheryl. Uh, giving up your comfort zone. I mean, that's like our cuddle blanket. I mean, I don't want to give that up. You know, that's where I feel safe. That's where I am. It feels familiar to me. Um, so to give that up and to step into something of the unknown can be scary for people, but that is exactly how you're going to, to grow in life. What are some other trade-offs that we can make sure? Um, well, another big one I think would be time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think time's a really big one, especially um, moms out there. You know, you're going to have to give up. You may have to give up a little time um, with your kids. Um, you know, I, I think is the biggest one for me. And I think that was hard for me. Um, but I realized that if I wasn't willing to give up that time, then how on earth could I make their lives better? Yes, by making my life better, but by making my life better and trading a, um, a little of that family time. Um, 
to really um, concentrate on my business, um, then, you know, it would make their, their life so much better too. And it has, and it's really, I believe it's a fantastic, fantastic trade-off. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's fantastic. Um, so the other thing you could trade off is money. And I love John's stories in this uh, chapter about he has given up his salary seven different times. <laughs> I mean, he just, you know, would, would be like, I want this guy, I want this woman on my team. And they're like, well, John, to be honest with you, we, we looked over your financials and stuff and you just can't afford me. And John's like, oh, I can afford you. He's like, well, well how are you going to do that? He's like, well, I'm going to give you my paycheck. You know, and it, sometimes it was tens of thousands or millions of dollars. And, um, but he wanted this person so bad. And he knew that to go up, to make his business more successful, he needed better people on his team. So he would, um, you know, call his wife and say, hey, Margaret, I got some good news and bad news. The good news is I got Joe, you know, he's on the team. Oh my God, it's so fantastic. And then she kind of knew what the bad news is after, after six or seven times of doing this, that, um, Bad news, I had to give him all my, our money. And, um, and so, you know, uh, she was a little she, taken she back. She said, that's really bad. She was yeah, like, that's, that's really bad. That's really bad, yeah. <laughs> I love that. But that's, um, you know, but within four to six months, John got all the money back and then millions more. So he understood this law. And really, he said that this is the law that made him who he is today. You know, he kept on making trade-offs. And every time he made a trade-off, he took a quantum leap up in his, in different businesses he was in, in different parishes he was in and um, really made him who he is today. And Cheryl, I know this is near and dear to my heart. I can't believe we're actually talking about this topic today. And this is, we're just following the book in order, but um, personally, I just closed uh, one of our restaurants, uh, the, a restaurant that my wife and I were, were running personally. And uh, so we own a, a Greek restaurant franchise, but there was one location that we were personally in charge of running ourselves. And um, it was taking up an enormous amount of time, especially for my wife. And, um, you know, in order to go up, in order to have those great things, this was good. I mean, it was good. It was stable. It was a good source of income. It brought certainty into our lives, um, but it wasn't comfort. great. Brought comfort. comfort. Zone, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Comfort zone. Yeah. But, to, you know, I really believe that the worst enemy of great is good. And yeah. if you're really going to elevate, if you really want a great life or that ultimate life, you got to give up the good. And, and that's exactly what we just did. And to give up something that was really good. Um, but we know that to, to have something really, really great, we had to do that. So uh, it's, it's, it's easier said than done. I can tell you that because I have experienced it firsthand. It's a difficult thing to do. But, you know, there's, there's some things in your life, maybe a job you have now. They're like giving that up. And it was, it was great, Cheryl. A lot of our, one of our waitresses, especially, um, we offered a, a position at one of our other restaurants to her. She was a full-time waitress of ours, actually one of the best, the best one we had. And she goes, no, I'm going to use this opportunity to, to build a business, an online business that I've always wanted to build. And I was like, wow, like this is, she, she took this as a blessing, you know, that she's going to have this opportunity now to do that. So she has to give up, you know, a position I offered her a great position where she'd make a full-time awesome income. Um, she gave all that up so that she could do her dream, which was to build this online business for herself. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's making that trade off is tough, but it is always, always worth it. Yeah, absolutely. 
And again, it's that little faith though, right? I mean, you have to have a tiny bit of faith too as you're doing that and step into um, something that, that will be and can be so much bigger and better, but you have to have that confidence in yourself too to be able to do that. Yes, absolutely. So Cheryl, talk to us about change. <laughs> I like that, Paul. Well, change um, is certain. <laughs> there will certainly be change, yes. right? So, and, and you're always going through change. You always, um, that's one thing that we can always count on. And it, you're never staying the same, right? I mean, you're never, you're never staying um, still. You're always either growing or not, right? Yeah. Or losing, winning or losing, I guess. And maybe yeah, well, that, I mean, maybe life is a, already, is always changing. It's inevitable that, that things change all the time. But the, the, the yeah. point is, is that are you going through change or are you growing through change? Oh, absolutely. You know, so there's, there's, hey, I'm going through some changes. Well, that's, that's unfortunate, you know. Um, but the other thing is knowing that the change is going to happen in all of our lives and that you're growing from it. So I, one of the mentalities, Cheryl, I've taken on, it's changed my life, really. We talk about meanings we give things. And literally the meaning I give everything in life now is it's a learning experience. Oh, that was a learning experience. That was a learning experience. That was a learning experience. So whether it's good or bad, that means nothing to me. It just, I have programmed my mind that everything that happens to me is a learning experience. Now I happen to learn, love to learn. So it's, it brings me into a positive green state um, when I say, oh, that was a learning experience. Like I feel super good because I learned something from that. So yeah. it's, um, it's how you look at it and that are you growing from this or is it crushing you? Um, which is, 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 a, is a super important thing. And growth is not automatic. You have to intentionally um, make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. So talk to us about, you know, John mentioned in the chapter that trade-offs really got to him, got him where he wanted to go. And uh, I know you had a famous, famous quote in here or, or, or quote that you really, really love. And that's when people come up to you and say, Cheryl, I want to do what you do. <laughs> I love that because then, you know, it's, it's like you say, okay, you want to do what I do? Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Would you like to do what I did so that you can do what I do? Yeah. And, it's, and, and I mean, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Um, I don't know. Tell me what you did. And it's yeah, like, I had to oh go gosh, through hell and, a, and a couple of times. <laughs> and, um, but now I yeah. know. So they, everyone just sees you, Cheryl, you're beautiful. You got this, you're sitting in your, in your beautiful office with your beautiful family, shooting a podcast. You know, I just want to be like Cheryl Morley. I mean, that's what, that's what all, all women are saying. Um, but well, to get to your position and to have a business that's doing over $10 million a month in sales wasn't an easy task. I mean, of course, everyone wants to do what you do. Um, but like you said, are you willing to do what I did so you right. can do what I do? And, and most people won't, won't do that. Um, right. Another trade-off, Cheryl, is um, trading in comfort for legacy. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, comfort for legacy. Oh my goodness. Well, that's, that is, um, that's an interesting one, Paul, because a few years ago, I was pretty comfortable. <laughs> right. No, I, I really was. What are you doing? You don't know me, but 
Pack your bags. Oh We're going gosh. on tour. We're going to change but the I world. Really, <laughs> I really was. And it's so fascinating to me because I've always wanted to have this legacy and leave this legacy for my kids. And, and my whole legacy is helping other people and help women become all that they can be and all that they want to be. Um, that's really what, you know, what I want my legacy to be. And, and I feel like that's what we have really done. I, I believe the greatest thing, Paul, that I've ever done. And I think that we've ever done, um, is create the Institute of Holistic Health. Right. Yeah. And, and it's just, it is the, it's the best feeling because we are able to certify people around the world and each of those people along with us make a massive impact on the health of millions of people. And that's what, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we both had to give up our comfort zone. Like we didn't have any idea at all how to do this. You know, like no. how do you start an Institute? Like people don't go in like, I know people think, well, they, they just knew how to do it. Like, no, we didn't. No one ever knows how to do it. So you just go through, you just start moving forward. And then we got to another place and we're like, okay, we got to figure this out. And then we kept on moving forward and got to another place. And it was, it's a, it's a big testament, Gerald, um, that you can't always see the whole picture. You can't always connect all the dots. You just got to keep right. moving forward and knowing that you're going to keep on learning new things and getting to new roadblocks and breaking through those. And then you're going to get to another roadblock and you got to break through that one. So it's just a process you have to go through. But it was a lot of trade-offs that we had to make along the way to go up higher. And um, so I, I love that. And I, you know, I'm sorry for not being sorry uh, to get you out of your comfort zone. But um, the legacy you're leaving for, for your family, for, your, for women, um, is just unbelievable. It's so awesome. And I know it makes you feel good inside. Oh, absolutely. And I love this whole idea, Paul, that we kind of had a vision at the end of what we wanted, right? Like for me, it wasn't a very, the, the only vision I, I really had at the start was, I just want to help millions and millions of people get better, feel better. I want women to feel like they, like they're, um, like they're worth, you know, as much as they are, which um, each of us are, are, you know, are, have so much self-worth and, and help women build their self-confidence and really to go from fine to fabulous because fine's okay, right? But it definitely is not fabulous. And so, but, and so knowing that, I think that that kind of drove both of us, right? Because I know you want to help people get healthy and elevate their life and things like that. And so I think us knowing that as the overall big picture, even along the way when we were like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? what's happening? We still knew what our, you know, what our main big vision or big goal was. And so it helped us um, along the way and help us break through those barriers that definitely were up. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So let's Cheryl, let's close out this podcast by going through the seven real like keys to trade-offs or the reason why trade-offs are so important. Um, so what's number one, Cheryl, why, why are trade-offs so important? Well, trade-offs stand between where you are and where you want to go. So you, and, and we've, we've said that like this whole time, right? That it's, you have, there has to be a trade-off from, from good to great, from fine to fabulous, right? There has to be a trade-off. Yeah, I'm you sure. You don't get that, it for free. Right. Uh, but I'm sure there's people listening to this podcast right now that are saying, okay, I'm here and I want to go here, but what's in between? It's trade-offs. And, and we were talking before that, before we shot this podcast, Cheryl, that Boy, if I if someone were to ask me that question, I wouldn't have said trade-offs being right. what's standing between you. But 
after reading this chapter and understanding this, it absolutely is the thing standing in, in people's way, getting to where they want to go. Well, it's the way you look at it too, right? You've traded, we, we both had tons of trade-offs, but I don't think we called it that. And I think to me, I called it a sacrifice, right? But it's a lot of the same thing, but it's just trading something, uh, like you said, of worth for something of, of more worth, right? And so to me, that's a sacrifice too. So to me, it was the same thing. So I didn't look at it or call it that, but I think, um, but I think as we move forward, right, then um, we learn and we grow. And so now we know that it's a trade-off, which I think makes it easier for, mine to, for my mind to say, okay, well, I want this. What do I need to trade? What is the trade-off? Because there's got to be a trade-off in there, right? And so I love that because it, it's just becoming clearer and clearer, right, for me. Yeah, absolutely. But the second uh, tip or, or comment on, on trade-offs is that, I love this one, Cheryl, the pain is felt before the gain is realized. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I like that because guess what? At least, you know, it's going to happen. You're going to feel some pain and that's okay. And you know what? And, and the way I look at that, I'm like, oh, because like the first thing I think is what type of pain? And I'm like, well, getting out of my comfort zone is painful, right? Getting out of your comfort zone is painful. Making those decisions is painful, right? And so that's okay though. I mean, and, and since we know it, then we do it and we move on. Absolutely. So true. So another truth uh, about trade-offs is that the higher you climb, the tougher the trade-offs become. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, it's simple. Wow. I got to give up TV to build a business. Okay. Well, I'll do that. But again, if you use my example from yesterday, I had to give up a business doing over a million dollars a year to build this other thing that I, that we want to build. So it's, it's, uh, as you, as you go through life, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You got to give up bigger things, um, to move up. So that is, uh, that's a, it's a tough truth to handle, but it is true. What's number four, Cheryl, the seven things that are true about trade-offs? Yeah, so number four, people at the bottom trade off because of desperation and the people at the top trade off because of inspiration. And I really like that one. I like that one. And, and I, think, um, I think it can become really that you can trade off because of inspiration, even at the bottom. You just have to start. And, and I think a lot of the things that we train on um, and when it comes to leadership, that is what we're talking about, right? Because it can be about inspiration and not about desperation. Yeah. And I think, I, because I think inspiration would push you and pull you much, much more than desperation will. Absolutely, Cheryl. And I can be honest about my mindset um, about this restaurant. I, I'm so, I attach so much pain to desperation that I didn't want to keep this going because, you know, sooner or later, everything has an end, you know, and we all have an end coming up. So do I want to make this change because I'm in a desperate place or do I want to make the change now where I'm inspired to do something else? So yeah. I just don't want to, I'm so, I have so much pain associated in my life to doing things out of desperation because we, we've both done that in our lives, done things out of desperation. And I hated it so much that I only want to operate out of a place now of inspiration. So yeah, it's doing, it's making that change, making that trade-off before you actually have to do it, you know, I think is the key. 
And a lot of people are like, now let's see how things go. And then listen, they're going to, if they're going downhill now, probably going to continue to go downhill. So the best time to get off the train is now and, and, and make the, make the trade off so that you can do this because you're inspired, not coming from a place of desperation, but both places work, Cheryl. We know so many people that are massively successful, including you and me, that we were both in a place of desperation. We had no choice but to make this work. Right. That's true. Yep. Absolutely. What's number okay, five, Cheryl? Number five. Okay. So a trade-off when, and we talked a little bit about this, but a trade-off when you have little is not as near as heavy as when you have much. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about that. Yep. Number six is uh, continued trade-offs are a result of seeing the big picture. And Cheryl and I talk all the time about the vision board, the perfect story that you wrote out and that you see your life as already being the way you want it to be. You can keep that picture in your mind. Um, we talked about last week, the, the, the law of the rubber band, you know, keeping that picture in your mind. We, the most important part of a puzzle is the front cover. If you can see the front cover, know how this is going to look in the end, then making these trade-offs become easier. But if you can't see the big picture, Cheryl, making these trade-offs, you're like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. You know, and I know you, you are big on the why, as you mentioned earlier, um, that the why was so big that it was it made it easier to do the trade-offs. I also believe that it's easier to do, do the trade-offs when you have the big picture in mind. Absolutely. And keep it in mind, please, because that's All what's going to help you make the trade-off, right? Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, that's absolutely true. And then number seven, which is my very favorite, I have to say, yeah. the best for last, um, you become stronger every time you make a trade-off. Yeah. It's so true. And I, I mean, love you, that. You don't see that going into it, but I know Cheryl, you've, you've lived a great life and you've, you've, you've had made tons of trade-offs in your life and it's made you the incredibly strong woman you are today because of all those trade-offs. And you're the best example that I know of a woman that has made all these trade-offs and, and become stronger every step of the way because of them. Yeah. And I think, and, and guess what? The great thing is, is that anybody can do that right? All of us can do that. You've done it too, Paul. I mean, we can all yeah, do that. We, we can all, do it. It's, it's and just, the great thing uh, to, and, yeah. well, yeah. And the great thing to realize is that you do become stronger. Yeah. And you know, the, the more trade-offs um, that you're willing to do, the stronger you become. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Yes. Hopefully we added some great value to your life. We always want to be here on Thursdays to elevate your leadership. Hopefully we did that a little bit today with this law of trade-offs and uh, we'll be back next week with uh, law number 12 with a 15 Laws of Growth from John Maxwell. Pretty excited, Cheryl. It's so much fun. Thank you, Paul. That was awesome. awesome. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you Bye. next week. Thanks for listening to the Elevate Your Life podcast. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.